Welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smimo. And I'm Richard Minari. And I'll probably have that sentence haunt me for the rest of my life. Because I can, it's been like a year and a half now. And I just, it's, oh my god. Kelly's been speaking in her sleep. (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome to Animate the World, show about two friends. Uh, love so letter? I'm, love letter? Ooh. <laughs> so I'm going to open this episode with a public apology that I have moved into a new apartment and I don't know what kind of unexpected sounds may be here. Like, I just heard my toilet give a strange splurt and gurgle and I don't know what that could be. Do you have a ghost? Oh, wait. Are they in the... Okay. My other roommates might have just come through the garage. So if you hear some giggling and footsteps, that's either me walking on my room or my roommates. Okay. Um, have you seen that viral video of the person with the snapchat dog filter ghost what what oh my god it was terrifying well there's always like those pictures of people being like oh my god there's a ghost in my house because my snapchat face recognition filter is on something that isn't there but there what? was this video that someone took of like them and they're like they have their like kitchen cabinet or something in the background and it's got the snapchat thing on it and the guys and the girl's like hi ghost like i see you're there you gonna stick your tongue out for me or whatever and it doesn't but it keeps like flickering on and off but every time it does it's like closer nope absolutely oh man i'm in this house and then at the very end it's like right next to the camera and it does the dog thing and she just screams and the video ends and i was like this is the scariest horror movie i've ever watched and it was a minute long okay okay okay. this is okay this is unrelated to anything we're talking about today but so okay (laughs) so david and i were sweeping our house because we were moving out of our old apartment and david was getting light bulbs changed out in the basement he tells me one day that he's changing out these light bulbs and he hears a clattering sound and a baby's giggle in our basement no and he bolted out of there he ran upstairs and he started texting me he's like richard there's a ghost in our basement we're all gonna die So here's the thing. I was like, okay, I'm not going to doubt that there's a ghost, but I kind of want to see what's going on. So we both go downstairs, we turn on the lights, and then we hear this rattling sound. And then I hear it. The giggle. What the and frick? So we, we book it out of there. We are up the stairs. We have locked the basement door. We are yelling. We are yelling at whatever ghost is living in our old apartment that they can do whatever they want. We're leaving in a day. They just have to give us 24 hours to leave. <laughs> the next day, <laughs> David goes down with a friend. You know what he finds down there? What? He finds a baby doll. What? In the basement. We have been living in this house for two years, okay? <laughs> two straight years. In the last couple of weeks, or maybe it's been there for two years, we don't know. Somehow, a baby doll got snuck right into one of the little, like, this, like, strange hole in the wall of our basement. It's, like, partially unfinished. And recently, it just started reacting to movement in the basement by giggling and sucking its thumb. No! And so what they did was they threw it in a dumpster. When I found that out, I was like, great, great, just great. You've disturbed it, and now it's going to follow us to our new apartment, and we're all going to die. Thanks. But it hasn't come back yet. No baby dolls have appeared in our new apartment at all yet. And you know what? No one's dead yet, so I think we're okay for now. But for the love of God, either that's a messed up prank that someone played on us, or we have a terrible ghost. 
Richard, that is the most horrific story you've it's, ever it's told. It's awful. It's awful. I mean, granted, we have had people touring our apartment for the past couple of weeks because, you know, it's a, the lease is up and so people are going to maybe rent it. But what kind of sicko would hide <laughs> battery-operated baby dolls in people's basements to scare the shit out of them when they're leaving? Whatever. Okay. That's unrelated to animation, but I just got to get the word out there to be careful, okay? There could I mean, be ghost babies in your house. You could, you could say that that ghost baby was pretty animated. Ah, <laughs> the false life it was given through human machinations. <laughs> Horrifying. Mm-hmm. All right, Richard, I need you. Yeah, let's do it. You and me together. Kelly's current corner. Oh, I thought you said you and me together meant that I had to help. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> I forgot at first what you were talking about, so I just said you'll be together as a default, like, we're going to work together, but whatever. Kelly's Current Corner. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Animate the World. (laughs) (laughs) So much different to the other animation. I watched three things. What? I watched three things these past two weeks, and of varying degrees of importance. So probably the most important thing, and all that mattered, was that I watched, you know, um, a movie that is one of the most, you know, it's from a it's from a series uh, of the most feminist movies I've ever seen. Um, it ended, actually, like, you know, misogyny when it came out the oh, first nice. time in 1994, I want to say. Right. Um, and it's only just been continuing that. Um, by having the strongest female characters I've ever seen, not sexualized at all, just really terrifying, um, the sharpest teeth, like, oh my god. I watched Jurassic World Fallen ah, Kingdom. I was like, hmm. <laughs> the what? I watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom um, when it came out last week. Um, and I love dinosaurs. dinosaurs and I can talk great. about it in this podcast because... Um, um, unlike what I initially thought, which was that they were real dinosaurs, they're actually CG. So that's what? animation. What? Um, yeah, I thought that all this time that they were just dinos in trailers that, you know, finally got a gig again after, you know, 20 years. But no, um, they're CG animated. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. It's so hard to find work these days for a working dinosaur. <laughs> Everyone just wants Marvel movies. Everyone I just want wants dinosaurs. superheroes. I want dinosaur movies. <laughs> Anyway, um, here's my thoughts. Uh, Fallen World is getting a lot of, like, mediocre reviews right now, like, middle-of-the-road reviews. I think it's got, like, a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think Mm. that's completely unfair. Um, because, granted, it's literally just, um, the second Jurassic Park movie, again, but it's infinitely better. Mm. So, like, yes, it's basically the same plot, but they did it so much better. (laughs) Um... And I still think, I like, I think I might, I need to rewatch the first Jurassic World movie, because I only saw it the one time, but I think I enjoyed this one more. I don't know. I just really liked this plot better, and I liked the millennials in it. They were good. Was Jeff Goldblum in it? Yeah, he has a cameo um, where he's um, in court, because the the whole, the conceited, so the conceit of the movie is that um, there's... You know, Jurassic World's been abandoned. All the dinosaurs are there. But the volcano in Isla Nublar is about to explode and um, or erupt as the proper term. <laughs> as the scientists call it. 
for volcanoes. Um, and so all the dinosaurs are going to die. And people are like, is this, you know, ethical to just leave them there to die when we created them? Yes. Um, what? What? And so uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's whole cameo is that he's in one of the court cases because, like, you know, it's like going to court. And he's like, yes, we should leave them there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they, so it's just like in the, in the second movie where they like move the dinosaurs and they end up in America. What? What? That's the second movie in Jurassic Park. I've only ever seen the first Jurassic Park movie. I think it was with you. What the frick? I've never seen any of the other ones. Okay. We're having a movie marathon. Is it like Pokemon fossils or like you take them to Professor Cinnabar Island? That's not his name. Sure. Um, yeah, exactly. No, because in the first move, in the second movie, the the original, they go to like San Diego or whatever, and the T Rex just like attacks this whole town. Why um, would they let that happen? Well, they didn't mean to, but they were like traffickers took over. It was ah. you know this whole thing. But this time, it's the same idea, except the conceit is to save them by moving them to another island as a sanctuary. But then it turns out that they're still traffickers. And then, but instead of destroying a town, they destroy a mansion that's being used for, like, blackmail. Not blackmail. Black market selling. Uh, like, there's a whole auction. It's really cool. I liked it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, there is a weird plot twist with the little girl that was, like, so dumb. But I was like, okay, whatever. And also the ending is stupid. But, like, I loved it. I also am very biased and love dinosaurs. Is uh, a little girl a dinosaur secretly the whole time? Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I don't even know what girl this is, but I knew it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so also I really like Chris Pratt and I really like dinosaurs. Um, like I really like dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, Anyone who's listened to this podcast before knows that Kelly really (laughs) likes dinosaurs. So a plus movie. Um, so that was one and that's probably the most tangentially animated movie that I'll talk about. Special effects, bro. Yeah. 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 The next thing is that I watched your name again for the 30,000th time. Jeez. <laughs> and can confirm it's still great and everyone should still go watch it. Okay, so you got to do those tests to make sure it's still good. It's still very good. Good. Also, I can basically quote the whole thing. Incredible. <laughs> and then the last thing I want to talk about, well, yeah, I want to talk about it, uh, is that I got to finally see Coco. Oh my god, I got to finally see Coco, and that's what I was going to talk about. Oh my god, let's talk about it together. Yay! All right, then I'll hold my thoughts on Coco. No, oh, you can just do la 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 Richard's room, Richard's room, blah, blah, blah. It's Kelly's and Richard's room, whatever. It was great. We broke the wall between our rooms. Yeah, we... For an doing... open concept kind of space. And we put skeletons everywhere. Yeah, skeletons. And they're spooky, but also in love with each other. No, family. <laughs> Do you remember me, Richard? Oh, God, please. <laughs> I We were watching that movie, and by the end of it, like, just, I was sitting in the front, and I had tears, like, little tiny tears, but behind me, I just heard full-on, like, sobs just coming from the couch behind me as my <laughs> friends were just, like, weeping and heaving. It's so good. It's very good. It's one of the best Pixar movies in a while, mm-hmm. I feel. Like, I really liked it. And also, but I might be biased because, like, my family acts like his family. <laughs> on the cuban side and so i was just like wow this is this is so crazy yeah no i was talking i have a couple mexican co-workers and they were both like yeah no that grandmother is literally my grandmother (laughs) it was great it's really funny that grandma's literally my aunt (laughs) and like whenever they're like 
familia, familia. I'm like, oh my god, my mom, <laughs> stop. She's like, how can you not like your family? They're your family, even if they're terrible. <laughs> you have to like them. And I'm like, <laughs> familia, familia, familia. <sighs> no, yeah, it was it. like visually very impressive. I love yeah. the voice acting and the music yeah. was great too. And the plot was just, I don't know, it was very in-depth. It like went everywhere. Yeah, I like that it was different than what I was expecting. Mm, same. Like, I kind of predicted it, but it took a bit, and I st- there were still some parts that I couldn't predict. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, my God. And I love Coco. Co- oh, my God. <laughs> she's so oh, cute. She's very At every cute. age. <laughs> At every age, she was adorable. <sighs> Hector, un poco loco. <laughs> Recuérdame. Um, so, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Um, I mean, like, the first plot twist, I was, like, the moment, like, he gets the guitar and starts singing to the guy in the hand. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, okay, I know what's going on here. But then the second plot twist, I was like, oh, Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly, exactly, same, <laughs> same, 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 So you same, know same, what same. we're talking about if you've seen it or will see it. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I meant. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just really good. Everyone go see it. It's on Netflix. Like, mm-hmm. it's very accessible. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, planning to watch it again soon just because I want my mom to see it really badly. Because I think she would really like it. Um, so, yeah. But they're in Puerto Rico, so they need to come back here yeah. and watch it. Yeah. Um, the end. That's, that's... Do you have anything else in your room, Richard? Uh, I have an exciting room addition that I'm planning on building. And, okay. Uh, I... I have a friend who just started watching Boku no Hero and she loves it. And so we're finally going to sit down and make David watch it. So that's going to be real good. I need to catch up on Boku no Hero. I haven't touched season three. I have no idea what's happening. I haven't finished season two. Oh my God. Whoa, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, here we go. Season two. I love the ending to season two. So. I know. Awesome. It's like Boku no Hero is so good, but it's like Steven Universe where I literally can't care about it unless I'm like forced to watch it. Unless you're sitting down right in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Steven Universe, we've got like in a couple, I think by the time this airs, two new episodes will be out, which is pretty Are you serious? exciting. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't uh, because, do that. I'm not going to yeah. watch it for seven months. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I luckily have the next few days off, so I, like, as soon as the episodes drop, I'm going to sit down and watch them. I'm really okay. Excited. Okay, that is exciting. Cool. I need to leave this room. Because yeah, ever since we stuff, opened huh? up the wall, the stench from you, your room has entered mine, and I just can't, I just can't breathe in here anymore. I call it Oduriku, which is my special smell. I thought it was filthy, stinking rich. Oh, oh, Kelly. I never thought you'd go into branding marketing. That whole thing right there. Where are we going? Oh, we're going to the anime club. Anime club. Make some popcorn, get some bubbly, which is what I like to call soda. Just, I've been to the movies a lot recently. So, like, just envision that whole, like, AMC commercial that plays before the movie with, like, a roller coaster and the popcorn's yeah. popping and Coca-Cola's there and everything's a brand deal. That's what it is. Yes. This it's how we make our sponsored money. by snacks. <laughs> Amazing. Richard. What? Ugh, I'm upset. Here's the thing about April Liars. Mm-hmm. Is that... Most of the time when I'm watching it, I'm only half watching it. Oh my god, same. Absolutely. Because I'm like, I know what's happening here. I just I just threw something back. 
Oh no, it's just so angry. I just, I'm like half watching this. I know what's already going to happen. And a lot of it, like a lot of it is just montage. Yep. A lot of it is montage. And a lot of it is just flashbacks that we've already seen five minutes ago. It's very anime. So I'm like, whatever. It's very anime. And then like one episode after each collection we watch is like, I mean, shoot. Oh. Oh. (laughs) It's like, Ugh! And then I'm super invested for a second. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, as I was finishing up these episodes this morning, I was like, oh, great. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, and it's frustrating. Because mm-hmm, it's is. like, I don't like this show, and then it'll hit me with an episode where I'm like, oh, I love this. Yeah. And then I have to go back to boring middle school drama. <laughs> like, I just want this show to be about a boy figuring out his complex feelings for his mother. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. all I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And it does it so well when it only focuses on that. I mm-hmm. do not care about any of the romances in this show. Absolutely. Like episode 13, I was yes! like, I was literally sitting on my bed just weeping quietly. Like, Same! I mean like, but then like, okay, well I guess strings is also important, I guess too. Sure. As oh angst, whatever. I don't know. I'm like, just die already. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, uh, I just want this to be a show about him and his mom because mm-hmm. it's so complicated and done mm-hmm. so well. It's very, and it's like, yes. uh, like episode thirteen changed everything for me, but also was like so real and just like, uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I guess we'll get there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I guess I have to start us off. Yes. Yes. Please. Yeah. Take my notes out. I realize I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a- April Liars is a show about a young man and his quest to find piano love. <laughs> That's my summary. Um, so Boku no Hero starts off <laughs> with a hero montage. <laughs> Where did this even come from? Whatever. I don't even. Okay, I, this episode was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a non-episode. Anyway. Yeah. So, we'll get through this fast. Anyway, this episode starts off with, like, this weird montage of, like, what a hero is, and there's these superheroes, and you're like, am I watching the right show? Is this mm-hmm. Boku no Hero season three that I'm super behind on? Nah, it's just Sunny talking about how Minnie K's his hero, and how he's failing him now. Um, and, because, you know, as we remember from two weeks ago, there, he just, Minnie K just ruined his performance by starting over again. But he doesn't care because he's only playing for one person, which is strings. Um, and that's all he cares about. And um, basically, Sonny's disappointed because his hero has failed him. And I'm like, I, don't, I literally don't care. So, <laughs> but Minnie K feels pretty accomplished and he leaves the area and he bumps into like an angry judge who's like, competitions aren't about finding yourself, you lunatic. <laughs> um, and Minnie K is like, huh, okay. And then we meet the best character in the whole show. Oh my god, yes. And I call her Auntie. I love it. Sounds good. So we meet Auntie, who is that woman we kind of saw at the end of the last episode, who's like, ooh, Mr. Mediocre, or whatever. (laughs) And Auntie, apparently, we already know Auntie. Mm -hmm. And um, Auntie knows Minnie Kay because she was best friends with, um, and classmates um, with his mother. So they go way back, and Auntie has a daughter now who's blonde and adorable and is always with her, and yep. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and um, she's Japan's, like, leading pianist. So, and uh, she's she taught uh, Minnie K piano and knew him as a baby. 
and I love her. Mm-hmm. And apparently she feels a bit guilty, but we don't really know why. Um, so and, may yeah. I butt in for just a moment and say that the one of the redeeming things about this episode was it did have the scene yeah. where she like hugged him. And, like, she remembered holding him as a baby. Yeah. And that made me feel a lot right there. Yeah. Again, this honestly should just be about him getting a new mom. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> that's what I've decided this show should be about. <laughs> it's the new plot of his now. <laughs> I'm rewriting it. Starting now. <laughs> um, so, uh, where am I? So, um, his friends are like, aren't you going to stick around for the results? And he's like, or that's what Auntie says. And he's like, no, I'm not here for them. And she's like, no, but they're important. You should still be around for them. Like, it's important you're here to see that. And he's like, okay, whatever. And then she's like, anyway, by the way, your friends are eavesdropping on us. Which girl are you in love with? (laughs) And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, your piano song was literally an I love you. Did you not notice? Like, who who are you trying to bang, boy? (laughs) Tell your old auntie. Um, then Sunny comes over, uh, at, during the results, they're, like, looking, Sunny made it, um, so did Mooney, but he, like, goes over to Minnie Kay, who, of course, didn't make it, and is like, you know, heroes aren't supposed to crumble, and Minnie Kay's like, okay, <laughs> and then we look at, like, sad losers, which I liked, I always mm-hmm. like it when, like, shows show how sad losers are, mm-hmm. um, and then... Sonny keeps confronting him about it and being like, why are you happy about losing? It's almost like you're human. And I'm like, that's, I mean, he is, <laughs> but like, that's going off like that whole robot theme we had for a bit. Um, and Mooney and Sonny realize in that conversation that it's true that he can't hear the notes because Minnie K was like, oh, did I sound like that? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I just want to let you know that I did try really hard. I didn't do it on purpose to be bad. That's just everything I have now. And I really like that. Yeah, me too. I like that a lot. Like, I was like, good for you, Minnie K. And he's like, I don't, like, I'm just doing my best. And that's what it's going to be. We're all in the middle of our Mozart journey, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, sure, that's fine. (laughs) And then he leaves, and then Sunny does the stupid anime hand-reaching out thing. And I almost closed my window. (laughs) No, because, like, it's just in the middle of a public crowded area. It was so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Because, like, the only time that's ever access, like, okay, the only time I've ever thought, like, okay, that was a fine touch, is, like, when it's, like, literally you're chasing after someone. Mm-hmm. Not you're standing there, and you just slowly lift your arm up. It's, like, no, this isn't a sports anime. Like, put your hand down, Sonny. I really liked you last two weeks ago, but now you're just annoying, and I can't stand you. <laughs> Um, so the friend group is walking back and they're kind of worried. Well, the jocks are worried about talking to him about the fact that he lost because it's the first time he's ever really lost. But, um, Minnie Kay's like, no, I'm fine. But he's not because then he starts screaming and running. (laughs) And I'm like, good. I'm glad you're frustrated. (laughs) Um, then we cut to Strings who is dying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, like basically almost collapses, um, in her home, which is a bakery and her parents are really cute. Mm-hmm. Also, her bakery is called Mafi, which is French for my daughter. So that's oh, great. Oh, no. great. Perfect. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, I didn't know that before, but now I do. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, anyway, she gets a letter from a music company and then promptly passes out in her bed. Um, 
We then cut to uh, Minnie Kay's house, and Auntie's visiting him because she's really worried. Uh, because he wouldn't answer his phone and the door was unlocked and she was freaking out. Uh, but he's fine. He's just asleep next to his piano like he usually is. Um, it's apparently a childish habit of his to just sleep <laughs> under pianos. Sleep under pianos. Um, so Auntie visits him and asks, like, why'd you go back to the piano? But we don't get to hear that answer yet because it's an <laughs> anime. And, um, that's the only drama in this episode, so... <laughs> I and, wonder who I wonder what made him play the piano. It's really a mystery. Yeah, like I have no idea. I can't even put it together. Yeah. Anyway, so it turns out that the letter that uh Strings got was a gala concert invitation. And a gala is like an exhibition, whatever. And since they were her and String her and Minnie Kay, um initial performance was like the audience choice. They got invited to come and just show off. And um there's like this dramatic wind on the roof as she announces this to the friend group and is like, we're doing it. What are you going to do? And then we don't hear Minnie Kay say yes, but he obviously did because it then cuts to them talking about the song they're going to do. <laughs> and um, like everything, Strings makes all the decisions. So she decides they want it, she wants to do Love Sorrow, which is a very soft and like morose song which Minnie Kay's like that's weird it's a gala it's supposed to be a celebration let's do something to show off and she's like no this is a show off because no one else is gonna do it but we can clearly tell that Minnie Kay's very uncomfortable with the choice mm -hmm. of song and you're like mm-hmm <laughs> Um, and then we have, you know, uh, foreshadowing, just forced down our throats again, <laughs> as um, Strings is petting her violin, saying, I'm so sorry I dropped you. Bear with me for just a little bit longer. I wonder what that could mean. And Minnie Kay's like, I wonder what that could mean. Oh my god. <laughs> Help me. And then it cuts back to that conversation with Auntie, and where she's like, why do you play the piano? And he's like, I met this weirdo violinist and now I want to be a weirdo pianist which I was like that's great I love yeah. that <laughs> and she like basically adopts him again mm -hmm. and I love it and I'm mm -hmm. like yes all is right with the world mm -hmm. um then they're like he's been spending a lot of evenings practicing with uh strings and they're like walking home and they pass um, by all these the basically grave of the fireflies happens and it's very uh foreshadowy mm -hmm. because you know She's going to die. <laughs> um, they're like, you know, petting fireflies or whatever. And petting. it's all, you know. And at one point, he's like, yeah, I'm doing this all for you or something or because of you. And she just whispers, you know, I'm not always going to be around to help you. And the episode ends. And you're like, cool. Nothing has been gained. Yep. <laughs> Other than auntie, who I love and pledge mm -hmm. my allegiance to. Pledge my allegiance to the auntie, <laughs> United States of America. It's Japan, thank you very much. Of piano. All right, so episode 12. Uh, this episode is exciting because it has the fireworks promotional shot in it. Because, you know, whenever you see your line in April, you get to see either them lying in a pool of water or you get to see the characters of the fireworks. So you know this is going to be an important one. No. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> um, so I've been calling these two the dynamic duo because dynamics are a thing in music. Because it means louder or softer. So that's just my little, little piece of art that I'm going to put in our podcast right there. You're welcome. 
Um, so the dynamic duo begin practicing their music together. Uh, they're playing in the practice room, and it's really choppy, and they have little synergy at first, and they throw stuff at each other in the classic anime, you know, style. Mm-hmm. Um, Mini K, as they're practicing, he revisits the song choice again. And he's like, I really don't think we should play this one. I would really prefer we play this, so, like, something else that's, like, not this song. And by this <laughs> point, he's, like, still trying to keep up the whole, like, oh, it's kind of sad, it's not gala-y, but, like, everyone knows that he, like, is really uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Strings is like, huh, that's really weird that you really don't want to play this song because it clearly has so much love for you. And then we see that, like, there was this, like, when she was in his house, she, like, that one time when they, she had gotten wet under the bridge and she was in his house, she was, like, digging through his sheet music and she found this song. Um, and so uh, she was like, huh, maybe we should do this song because you clearly have a history with it and I'm going to make you do it, even though you clearly don't want to. <laughs> um, and then they have, this is a weird side note, but they have the new intro for the new season at this point. Uh, and I like it a lot. I actually... I don't love it, but I just like it more than the original. So I listen mm. to it all the time now. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are back alone in... Oh, well, so we go back to Mini K. He's uh, sitting in his house in his uh, piano room. He's sitting in the dark as he is wont to, just in this dusty old <laughs> piano room. <laughs> I, he, he's not asleep this time, so that's good. But he's just sitting there staring at the piano. And he's remembering that his mom used to play Love Sorrow all the time. It was one of her favorite songs used to play it as a lullaby for him and he used to sleep under the piano listening to her play it for him um and so just like listening to the song playing it everything about it just reminds him of her what she used to smell like what like she used to do to him when he was trying to practice the piano so like there's just all this pain and confusion around it um and as he's sitting there like thinking about his mom he's suddenly interrupted by uh auntie who just like is in his house all the time now, which I'm very happy about because he needs to have another living, breathing human being in that house with him. It's like, yes, really good. please. <laughs> and she's like, get up, loser. We're going to a festival. Yep. Uh, and can't so, be an anime without a festival. Can't be an anime without Sangan Matsuri. So there you go. <laughs> uh, so Auntie and their little girl and Minnie K all go to the festival. And Minnie K and Auntie finally have like this conversation about Minnie K's mother, which hasn't really come up yet. And so they finally like, broach the subject which is uh uh i thought it was a really good conversation again yeah. like kelly you talked about how the the portrayal of this relationship was really real and raw and i think they do that really well yeah um, so like mini k asks like hey did my mom hate me and auntie says no of course not like no mother despises her own child um and he says are you sure because i did yell at her that i told her i told her that i wanted her to die and Auntie says, like, if anything, it made your mother really happy to see that you had finally grown up. Um, and she, but she also said, like, it was hard, I think, for your mother to see you grow up away from her, like, not like with her, but like in another direction. And so, like, that just sort of, like, it's like the first time that we get to see things from the mom's perspective from like yeah. a third party because we've only ever gotten to see Minnie Kay's really like complicated, almost yeah. warped perspective of his mother. So, like, this is like more of a realistic, like, portrayal of what his mother was going through um and so Minnie K asks like <laughs> if it's okay that he's worked so hard to forget about his mother but still play the piano which is something that he inherited from her but like still he's trying to do this in spite of her mm-hmm. uh and auntie says like you know what this sounds really complicated you need to just play this out like you need to sit in front of the piano and play what you feel and things will start to make sense after that um mm. 
And so, like, it's, like, she's, like, I don't know. She was, like, really telling him to, like, lean into, like, his thoughts about this sort of thing and use music as a tool to, like, figure it out. So, yeah, that's good. Can I confirm for a second? Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when Auntie was first introduced last week as that, like, teaser at the end, I had no idea this is what her character I completely be. agree. I thought she'd be antagonistic or, Yeah, like, I thought, like, I, I could see her becoming a mentor, but in a, like... I'm going to teach this kid the right way. Not mm-hmm. the, I've had a relationship with this kid and I want to reconnect because I've made mistakes. Yeah. And it's <sighs> so good. It's so good. Go and on. like she says, I'm going to mentor him. I didn't realize it was going to be like emotional, like yeah. <laughs> personal mentoring. Not like, I don't even know if she talks about the piano. Like it's really good. <sighs> um, so the next day, um, or I don't know, another day. Strings and Minnie K are, um, they just finished this really long practice session late into the night, and Minnie K is giving Strings a ride home on his bike. Um, and they arrive at Strings's home, the cake home, and um, <laughs> Minnie K meets Strings' parents, and it turns out that they're really huge fans of his and call him by his first name, because I guess Minnie K is just a huge celebrity. Like, we've been talking yeah. about, like, how characters know everything about him, but, like, it's weird... That, like, <laughs> these, like, random people are like, come into my home, eat all of our cake, like, take some home, let's look at pictures of our daughter. And it's like, yeah. So they're very sweet and very cute, and they treat him I like family. Yeah. And they say to him, like, don't ever give up on music. Like, we hear that you've been having trouble, but, like, you're great at it. So, like, we, we loved watching you perform when you were younger. You got to keep at it. Um, and so it's sweet. Uh, so a couple days later, um, once again, they're practicing in the music room and they're butting heads, all anime-like, and then their friends are like sitting there enjoying it from the sidelines and they're all fighting. Everyone's doing some good fighting. And so um, side friend, uh, this is like where she starts to develop as like a character. I yeah, feel, should we give her too? a name? Yeah, we should give her a name. I was saying ponytail in my notes, but if you have something better. Ponytail works great for me. I love it. Okay. Also, if you hear hammering, I think that might be my roommate. So, <laughs> if you hear banging, in the if you hear thing. banging, that's me hitting my head against the desk. <laughs> um, so, ponytail, she is like watching. Like we've got Lady Jock and Man Jock kicking each other in the balls on one side. We've got <laughs> Minnie K and Strings like throwing stuff at each other, and she on the side is just like, man, fireworks, right? <laughs> and then <laughs> Strings is like, yeah, let's do fireworks. So, so <laughs> they break into the school late at night and they get a bunch of sprinklers and like sprinklers, like uh, not sp- sparklers, sparklers. <laughs> sprinklers. What am I saying? They get a bunch of those fun sparklers and the weird little turd bombs that like turn into like the snakes. You know those things. Mm-hmm. And so they're like hanging out, doing that. They're they're they're, they're dicking around and besides the pool. And of course, man, jock and strings are like. They're hanging out, having a good time, and Minnie K gets jealous of them. And then Lady Jock sees Minnie K being jealous of them and gets jealous of him being jealous of them. Um, and uh, of course, horseplay occurs, and Minnie K and Man Jock fall into the pool with no lifeguard, which is illegal. Um, <laughs> and they should be sent to jail, but that's okay. Uh, so they fall into the pool, and as Minnie K sinks into the depths of the water, he's reminded of the similar feeling he gets when he's playing the piano and he can't hear the notes and he feels like he's trapped underwater um and he also remembers something that auntie told him during the festival which was that Minnie k has this unique ability to infuse his emotions and mental images into the music that he's playing and that 
the whole thing with him not being able to hear his notes when he performs is almost an extension of that. She calls it like a gift, yeah. which I don't fully understand as of right now, but it sounds as though like he's so great at like putting his emotions into music that like it can be like that is sort of an it's, extension. Of I that. think what she meant is more like he can just forget about what it sounds like and just be what it feels like. Mm. And so the music, like the sound of it doesn't have to distract him from what he wants to convey. Because mm. I think what he, she's talking about, about it being a gift. And I thought that was so good. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Turn and that the trauma that, into good. No, absolutely. And then like, it's like, we have like this accompanying image of him, like noticing like the moonlight shining through mm-hmm. the water. Like he can still access like the light, even though he's like trapped underneath. Um, so like, then he gets rescued by Lady Jock. Or no, he gets no, rescued by Manjock. But Lady Jock is just weeping because he's such a weakling and drowned in a shallow pool like a baby. Um, but <laughs> they're all alive and that's good. Um, but yeah, he's like, it, it ends with him sort of thinking like, huh, I guess like I can still feel hopeful even when like I have all these horrible emotions like just weighing down on me when I'm performing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's finally the day of the performance uh, where they're going to do the exhibition performance of um, Love, Sorrow. Uh, we're at the concert hall. Everyone is talking about Strange's performance and how pumped they are to see it. They're like, wow, I came only to see her perform. She's going to be great. Um, Mooney has, of course, snuck into the performance in disguise <laughs> because she really wants to see Minnie Kay play. But she's immediately discovered by her teacher, which she's very embarrassed about. But it's just like, whatever, come on, listen. It was a cute. It. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, but you guys, Strings isn't at the concert hall yet and everyone's freaking out. Now, I, as the audience, am like, well, duh, she's never here. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but then Manjock tries calling her a bunch. But we see her phone is left in an empty house with no one there, just ringing in silence. And we got some dramatic irony at this point. We're like, oh, no, we know she's at hospital town. Yeah. And she's not coming to this performance unless some weird anime plot twist happens. But I'm pretty yeah. sure she's not coming. Yeah, I was like, she's either not coming or she's going to come at the very last second. Yes, covered in blood, but yeah. like also really wanting to play the violin. And then she dies. And then she dies. Oh, Mid performance. Um, <laughs> and it's her greatest performance yet. Um, <laughs> so Auntie tries to push back their time slot, but uh, when she does, she like says, "Oh, who's like the final person playing? Can we ask them to play before us?" Uh, and she finds out it's a small little snot-nosed kid. I called him 16 like, because this is shirt said 16. Perfect. <laughs> Just like, oh, that's like our podcast. Yeah. Um, but he is like, uh, I really wanted to be the last one because it's the best spotlight performance. Also, strings, you say? I'm not doing anything for strings because she is a mess and I don't like her. <laughs> and so like auntie gets super mad and is ready to fight this kid. Um, but Minnie K is like, no, you're right. We'll go ahead and play. And you know what? Even without her, we're going to kick your butt and be the, like stars of the show because you suck. Uh, and Minnie K might've bitten off a bit more than he can chew, but then he gets on stage without her. And that's the end of the episode. <sighs> And then it's this episode. And then it's this episode. Where suddenly I was paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode starts off with a flashback to like little Minnie Kay. Um, And Auntie kind of comes into his house and takes over the piano. And and this is when mom is still nice um, and not sick yet. Because she's like doing dishes or whatever. And it's like, yes, you can do what you need to do. And Auntie clearly came to vent through the piano to play angry piano about how her husband's an idiot. (laughs) And baby K is like, 
are you mad at your husband? Is Are you having a fight? And she's like, no, this is war. And, like, he laughs, and then he recreates the song that she was just playing perfectly. And Auntie's like, you can play the piano? And he's like, why wouldn't I be able to play the piano? And then Auntie's like, oh, my God, Mom, we need to teach him how to play the piano. And it's like, oh, I didn't expect that. I didn't realize that it was auntie's idea to make him a pianist and not the mom's idea. Yeah. And that mom actively said, like, I don't want him to be a pianist at first, but then, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so it's auntie's, re- it's auntie's pushing that got him into the pianist role first. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get back to the gala and we go back to like Minnie Kay's mind of like, these galas are all about standing out and it's time to stand out. So he goes out by himself, and we get, like, the flashback of, like, Sonny being like, look at me as he plays, and Mooney being, look at me as he as she plays, and Strings being like, look at me as she plays, and so Minnie Kay's like, look at me! <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna prove that I'm incredible, and that Strings is even more incredible, and I'm like, that's, no, you're that's not. not that works, but okay. <laughs> you're gonna prove that you're incredible, yes. <laughs> and also an idiot. Um, and he's like, I can hear the sound inside of me. And, uh, he's like playing, but it's pretty aggressive for such a a sorrowful song. And he, he realizes this and he has like this, this flashback of like, you know, um, his mom saying, you need to play more softly. You know, it's like, like you're caressing a child or something. Um, and so he, he realizes that he can hear the sound inside of him of his memories because this was almost his lullaby, this song. Like, his mom would play it constantly. Um, and so he just lets that take over, and he starts playing it like that. And then we get the flashback of... Mm. This was such a good scene. Mm-hmm. So it cuts back to that flashback moment from last time where... <sighs> Auntie like slaps Minnie K and he's bleeding and screaming. Mom slaps Minnie K. Yeah, sorry, mom slaps Minnie K. He's bleeding and screaming and tells her he wants her to die already. And it's just like the roughest moment. And Mm -hmm. we get to see what happens right after that, which I had also been super curious about, but didn't think we would get. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Auntie was there, saw the whole thing. And Auntie's like yelling at the mom, thank God, being like, how could you do that? You can't just hit your kid. Like, that was way too far, you know, he, he's just trying to make you happy, da-da-da, like, angry at her, and meanwhile, mom's trying to grab at, I forget what, that fell on the like ground, her cane. She, her cane, and she falls to the ground out of her wheelchair, and she's also very upset, and she's like, I know, I know, I'm a terrible mother, but I'm just so scared, I'm running out of time, I'm running out of time, and like, oh my god, she's just, like, very upset. And, um, we see after she dies, um, and Minnie K has his performance where he breaks down, Auntie finds him right after in the room in a corner. I was like, a mess. Mm -hmm. Crying his eyes out and being like, I need help. I need help. I can't hear the music anymore. I need my mom. And it's just like the worst. Mm-hmm. And Auntie, Auntie sees him and starts blaming herself for ever trying to get him to play the piano. And it's like, I made a horrible mistake. Like, music is only giving him pain and I did this. I can't be me. Like, I don't want to stick around and be a reminder of that. And so that's why she wasn't around for those past two years. 
is what we find out, is this mm-hmm. guilt that she has. But she does hug him in that moment and keeps saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and then kind of removes herself. And I also wanted that explanation because she's so, like, touchy now. Like, mm-hmm. where were you <laughs> mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. past two years? And it's just the guilt of, like, I don't want to be that memory of that part of his life. Mm-hmm. But since he willingly came to it, I'm going to try to make things right. And it's just so good. Like, was this also where she had that scene where, like, she saw the program where he was going to play again? Yeah. And she was like, oh, shit. Like, and then she just, like, starts crying. She's like, oh, he's coming back to the piano already. And, like, yeah. oh, my God. Such a good episode. Such yeah, a good relationship. Episode. Such a good, oh, my God. So well written. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, like, yeah. She's like, when you come back, I will search for you. Like, I'll I'll find you, like Richard was saying. Anyway, so we get back to, like, uh, we're, it's like basically a mixed montage of him playing Love Sorrow as it's going, as it's a final farewell to his mom. Mm-hmm. And then cutting to like his mom in the hospital who's terrified of the fact that she's dying and leaving her son so young. And that's why she's been so hard on him because she's like, I want to make sure, you know, he can support himself with his music by being the best he can be. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I'm gone, like, I want to make sure he's going to be okay, and there's nothing I can leave him, and I just feel like the worst mother in the world, like, he's always sleeping under his piano, what if he catches a cold, like, I just broke my heart, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, my treasure ever find happiness, and it just sucks, because, like, she did such awful things, but it was from her own messed up, like, it's no excuse, but it's also, mm-hmm. like, Mm -hmm, mm oh humans are complex individuals that make mistakes no absolutely it doesn't like excuse anything she's done it just like sort of puts it into like a more three-dimensional light instead of just like as a bad mom she was like a complicated mom so oh i love it but i hate it um if we go back to him playing and he's talking about how that ghost of my mom who's been you know tormenting me was my own creation of my own weakness you know my mom has never been there she's been inside me all along you know and the piano is meant to be played like you're embracing it that's like what my mom always taught me and like it cuts to this one conversation where um, he's like in his mom's lap at the piano and he's like, why do you always play Love's Sorrow, Mama? Why don't you play Love's Joy, which is like the companion piece to it? And she's like, I play it so you'll get used to sorrow. And I was like, what the frick? Oh my god. And, um, and that's right when he finishes the piece and he, like, looks out to the spot where his mom always is and she's not there and he, he looks pretty sad and he's like, you know, goodbye, mom. Um, goodbye. And um, he goes backstage and he sees Auntie and Auntie asks, like, this scene. <laughs> Auntie asks, like, did you see your mom? And he's like, my mom's in everything I do. We're connected. Like, she's the one who taught me the piano. She's the one who taught me everything. Like, all my mannerisms. It's all my mom. Like, my mom is inside me. And then he starts crying. And he's like, did it reach her? Like, does she know that I love her? Like, da-da, that I missed? Like, oh, my God, Richard. I was weeping mm-hmm. this was a painful scene mm-hmm. and they're like cr- like hugging each other and crying and he's like my mom gave me so much she gave me music and i love the music and da da oh my god and she's like i just hope that it reached her i just really hope my goodbye reached her 
And I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. And then we cut to 16. And I actually thought this was kind of cute because he gets yeah, really was, touched yeah. by um, this performance and like seeing this boy break down and like feeling kind of bad for like the things he said. And he like goes out and his mom's in the crowd too. And he's like, I want to make my mom proud too. Like I want to reach her with my music. And he's like kind of teary eyed. And so he starts playing and like the people who know him because he like was, I think the winner of the junior competition realize he's playing a lot softer than he normally does. And they're like, Oh, he was affected too. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, then we cut to, like, Mooney, who's glad she's a musician after, like, all those performances because she wants to obliterate all the competition. It's a weird thing. <laughs> it is um, weird. It's like, I was just having a lot of emotions. I don't care about this. Um, <laughs> we cut to, like, you know, the friends going to congratulate um, Minnie K for his, you know, great performance. And Lady Jock has to stop for a moment. Oh, she got to stop for a second. The doki dokies. <laughs> Um, Minnie Kay's mad at strings for, you know, leaving him. Um, and so he's going to like teach her what's for. And in my head, I'm like, lol, she's dead. Well, she's super dead. Um, and then he turns to Lady Jock and he's like, I was hoping you'd praise me. And Lady Jock's got more dokies and she's a mess. And then we have this weird scene where Auntie's having tea with Mooney's yeah. instructor. And they're having like this cryptid talk about the mom and Minnie Kay and like, like all of this stuff about sorrow and it's kind of weird. Um, and then we cut to, uh, lady Jack running into the music room where Minnie Kay's practicing and being like, she's in the hospital and it cuts back to Mooney and instructor having their cryptic talk and being like, maybe he always has to lose someone to move forward. And I'm like, no, that's not how that works. And I'm like, how about we don't use women's pain? Right. (laughs) I was mad about that. I was like, no, no, that's not what this is. Whatever. All this to say, this was a very good episode overall. And I just Mm -hmm. want this to be about coping with grief. Like Mm -hmm. that's just what I want this anime to be. But of course the next episode happens and I'm like, no, this is not what I want. <laughs> That's not so, what Richard, this was about. Why don't you talk and I'll just leave because I don't want to hear it again. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> just the thing, this is like, I mean, this is this doesn't really add much, but like I, I think it was really powerful for me when like he looks over at the spot where his mother's, like where mm-hmm. the mother's ghost was and she wasn't there. And like, I don't know, at first I was like really relieved, but then I was like, wow, this is really bittersweet because yeah. like, at once he's able to like come to terms with his feelings about his mother, but at the same time, like he has to say goodbye to like this weight that's been pressing down. But like, oh yeah, whatever. It's okay. so good. It's such a it's well, well done. done whole scene moment. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love auntie. I love Minnie yeah. Kay. I love how complicated his mom is, but no, we have to talk yeah. about Lady Jock. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit about Lady Jock. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lady Jock. It's just okay. not exactly what I'm here for. Every episode, I like her less. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. So it starts off, you know, uh, Minnie Kay hears about uh, Strings being sick. And honestly, this scene was a little funky because he's playing <laughs> at the piano. Lady Jock bursts in and tells him Strings collapsed the other day in the hospital. And Minnie Kay, when like we're looking at him hear this news, his expression doesn't change. He's yeah, I know. Sam, and then I was he like, runs this... off. And I'm like, yeah. what? I was like, Usually they're like a slow realization or something, but it's like a weird cut. I totally agree. Yeah, like did they forget to give him emotion or I don't know. 
<laughs> but yeah, so the gang goes to Vicious Strings and she's here for some tests again. And Minnie Kay is like, bullshit, you were just here for some tests. <laughs> and she's like, no, these are new tests and I'm having fun. Um, anyway, she, she, she's having a great time, uh, as she says. She tells them that she collapsed at home and there was blood everywhere, but she's okay now. Um, and uh, Mandrock like, brings her a bunch of books to keep her entertained. And after they leave, she's like, I don't have time to read all these books. <laughs> And we're like, okay, we get it. You're all dying. Right. Like, I, at this point, I'm looking at my watch. Like, let's like, go. All right. <laughs> let's go. TikTok. Uh, and then the nurse comes in and is like, okay, are you ready to resume the very necessary, very important treatments you had me stop while your friends were here? <laughs> it's just like, okay, yes, we get it. You're a martyr. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, so anyway, the main purpose of this episode, as Kelly got into, was to dive into Lady Jock and her thoughts about Minnie Kay. Um... Lady Jock and Ponytail eating lunch, and Ponytail's like, wait, have you dumped Ball Senpai yet and confessed to Minnie K? And Lady Jock is like, what? No, he's my little brother. Anyway, I don't hate Ball Senpai, so, like, we're meant to be together. And it's like, okay, she is mostly just in this relationship because she doesn't really want to think about Minnie K, and so she... Lady Jock and Ball Senpai go to a festival, and Ball Senpai's like, you look smoking, and she's like, thank you, Minnie K would never say that to me. Um... He's like, huh, talking about Minnie K again. Talking huh? about Minnie K again. You really like that guy, don't you? Um, <laughs> so then we uh, hop back on over to Strings and Minnie K for like a couple minutes. Uh, Strings is like, I can't believe you played by yourself. And Minnie K is like, yeah, it was really good for me. I got to like embrace some feelings about my mom, which is pretty cool. Uh, and also, please don't die like my mom did, because that just seems to keep happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I would really be upset if you died. I would died. really be upset if you did, if you died, like... <laughs> And I'm like, guess what, Minnie K? She <laughs> died. Be upset. <laughs> she died. What if plot twist, Minnie K dies? Oh my god! <gasps> like she coughs on him, and his immune system is so weak, he just dies. Yep. And then she takes his life force and becomes a great pianist. <laughs> I'd watch that. He, um, she cuts off his hands, <laughs> puts them on hers. She's been killing musicians across middle school after middle school after middle school, taking their magical music. Just power. like we prophesized, the mm-hmm. bloodbath. The bloodbath. So back to Lady Jock. Uh, She talks about how music has been stealing Minnie Kay since like they're very young. She has this little montage where she like Minnie Kay keeps getting taken away for piano lessons. He can't play with her because like he can't hurt his fingers. And she just eventually like grows this huge hate group for music. Because she's like, it keeps taking Minnie Kay away from me. Just like the movie Coco. Huh? Yeah? Music is bad because it takes people away. Huh? Uh So she's on the phone with her friend, Ponytail, and Ponytail's like, listen, you gotta be honest. Like, you can't keep stringing along Ball Senpai, and also if you don't tell Minnie K what's really going on, like, something may happen, so people are gonna get hurt if you don't start communicating. I really like Ponytail. Ponytail's just down to earth. A great addition to cast and should be the only friend, because she's like, this is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's all she's, that's really all I get from her, is her just saying, this is dumb. Uh, So anyway, um... Lady Jock's walking home, thinking her thoughts about, like, is it really bad to only just kind of not hate someone and that's why you stick with them? Or should you, like, really like them? And then Minnie Kay appears out of nowhere. And he's like, what the hell happened? Are you hurt? Like, are are you dying? And she's like, what are you talking about? Um, And it turns out that Ponytail played a little quote-unquote prank uh, about how... (laughs) Strings, not strings, Lady Jock was like dying or something. And 
<laughs> so funny. So funny. Uh, and it's clear that she's just trying to, like, communicate to Lady Jock that, like, he really cares about her and that, like, they, he's really loyal uh, and very devoted to her. And in many cases, er, and Lady Jock's just like, okay, I see what you're doing. And then they walk home together and they're joking around and they're eating ice cream and it's cute and it's nice and they're having a great time. Then Lady Jock makes a comment, hey, you've been looking really great. Like, you've been standing up straight, your eyes have had, like, this shine to them. Uh, and it seems like, I don't know, especially when you're playing music, you seem to, like, really be alive. Like, you're a true artist. Uh, and Minnie Kay is like, art. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to go to a music high school. And <laughs> she's like, but there aren't any music high schools in the area. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to leave town, but I'm going to go pursue my dream. And this, to be expected, destroys Lady Jock to the ground, and she just runs away weeping because, once again, the bad music has taken Minnie Kay away from her. I started laughing when she <laughs> screamed. <laughs> like, that was the funniest scream I've ever heard. <laughs> it was so loud and unnecessary, and she it's just ran off, and I'm like, running, what running. are you, a pterodactyl? <laughs> <laughs> funniest thing oh but that reminds me of something we haven't mentioned i forget what episode it was but there was an episode where they're talking about like what school do you want to go to for high school yeah and realize mm-hmm. Minnie k hasn't been thinking about it but it was asked to strings and strings is like i don't have time to think about the future and you're like it. okay okay we get it you're dying <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and that was that episode and it was that was stupid. that episode i'm glad that ball senpai isn't like an ass i feel bad no yeah him. I feel bad for him, he too. He seems like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's like, mm, this girl doesn't like me. <laughs> but he's, like, still sticking to it, I guess. Like, he's just like, hoping that, like, yeah. she'll forget the other guy. Yeah, it's sad. It's weird, because he's older, too, you'd think. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, yeah, so that's that. Um, so basically, what I've learned is that every three episodes, there's a good episode. <laughs> yes, that's essentially <laughs> this anime. <laughs> and we have, what, eight episodes left? Yep. Um, so predictions, Richard. Um, honestly, I'm going to stick with my guns that she's going to suck away his life force and become the ultimate musician. It's true. I think mm-hmm. she's going to die. I think, um, okay. The big question is, is she going to die the last episode or like three episodes before the last episode? Uh, I need her to kind of die. I want her to die yesterday. Because then we need to go on with the rest of the plot. Yeah. I just want to talk about... Minnie Kay's mom yeah. and auntie uh-huh. and how he's going to move in with them and live in their city place near a music college. So here's what I am concerned about. It looks as though I, I think that there's still a bit more to be had with Minnie Kay and his relationship with his mom. But I think that episode 13, they might've been putting it to bed. I I'm know. not positive. I know. And I'm sad because it's yeah. the best part of the anime. But it was a very, very rich version of this anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and so speaking of which, even though we're making predictions, we won't be watching the next four episodes for next week because I'm going on vacation and probably won't have the time to watch the animes. But we will still have an episode in two weeks talking about the summer season. So stay tuned for the summer that. Summer season. Summer season. Getting nice and tan, staying inside, watching anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. For now, though, maybe we should get into the rec room? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, this is going to sound kind of like a cop-out, but Coco, I really Coco. liked it. I kind of want to wreck you all to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. It's very good, and it's on Netflix, so come <laughs> on. 
Get Come your on. stuff together. Get your stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't wreck cocoa. Well, I do wreck cocoa, but mm-hmm. I'll wreck something else in addition to that. Yeah. Um, I watched. So I've been in a weird documentary kick recently. Oh, we were just, talking about this. Yeah. Just keep watching documentaries on YouTube <laughs> for whatever reason. And I watched this one called My Stolen Childhood, Understanding the Trocosi System in Africa. And it's, like, from the BBC. And it was an interesting, like, 25-minute documentary. But why I bring it up is that they had this cool thing where um, it's basically about this girl, like, trying to figure out her childhood and how, like, it was not great because there's a system where you, like, sell your kid to this religious system if someone in your family did something bad. So, like, to, like, appease the gods or whatever, you give up a kid. Even though the kid didn't do anything wrong, it was whatever family member. So it's a shitty system. It's awful. Mm. Anyway, she was, like, a victim of that. So it's her trying to come to terms with that and trying to reconnect with her family and kind of forgive them. And they did this cool thing in this documentary where whenever she talked about her memories or her childhood, they did this cool animation um, to retell those stories because, of course, they didn't have footage of it. Um, And it was, like, this... Those, you know, those shaky outlines, that kind of style. And I just really liked the way they did it. And it was really evocative and emotional. And so I just like it when things blend animation into it to convey their story and their emotion. Absolutely. So that's really cool. There's a weird wreck. It looked like a chalkboard almost, like drawings. And like it was all very symbolic stuff. It's cool. So Mm. that's my wreck of the week. Kind of a weird one. Um, Not for everyone, but I thought I'd mention it. That's cool. That's rad. And um, without further ado, Richard. Yes. We want to thank the Fat Rap for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Uh, And if you're ever there, you can perhaps say someone hits you in the head... Twinkle, twinkle, little twinkle, twinkle, that's better. I was going to say get in and get to see stars, but this one's better because for the love of God, they love that song in this anime. And they sing it so poorly. They sing it all the time really poorly. Oh my God, wait, okay, sorry. Last bit about this week's episodes. They were When they were singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, their lips were not synced up. Like, it was ridiculous how poorly those lips were synced. They were close-ups close too. Yeah, it was just like, it was really bad. It was really bad. But yeah, um, also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, what should we leave him with this week, Richard? Just, okay. just silence and pain. Silence and pain. You know, be like Minnie Kay and just stop hearing anything. Mm-hmm. Also, get your tan on because we're going to do summer stuff next time. Summer so get stuff. Get a, yeah, get ripped, get shredded with a <laughs> beach bod. Every bod is a beach bod. Mm-hmm. Unless it's anime. Then there's mm-hmm. only one body type. There's only one body type? It's gross. <laughs> it's Until then, losers. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Amy. 
and we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions. Questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch more research required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. In the winter of 2017, two friends fell in love with the K-pop group. The group was so talented, so beautiful, so incredibly full of memes that the two friends wanted to shout their love from the rooftops. Instead, they decided to shout their love from a podcast. This is the story of two normal, God-fearing Americans and their shameful descent into the diamond life. This is 16, a 17 fan cast. Join your favorite anime club hosts Kelly and Richard every other week as they talk for unreasonable amounts of time about their favorite K-pop group, 17. You can find us at our website, svt16.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music.